This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 518, The Right Way and Wrong Way to Lend Money to Family and Friends, part one by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. And I'm your host and narrator, Dan. I'm here each weekday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And before we get into today's content, I wanna ask you if you have subscribed to our other four podcasts. There we cover personal development and productivity, health and fitness, business, relationships, and more. All you have to do is search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show to find all of those programs. For now, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. The Right Way and Wrong Way to Lend Money to Family and Friends, Part 1, by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. There are those who believe that money writers lead perfect financial lives. (laughs) Would that it were so. When we get together, we often share stories about the dumb things we've done. Today, my friends, I want to tell you about an instance in which I failed to follow my own advice, an example of how not to get rich slowly. For several years now, one of my indulgences has been season tickets to the Portland Timbers, my hometown's professional soccer team. I've been a Timbers fan since I was six years old. I used to listen to their exploits on the radio during the 1970s. I can still sing Green is the Color from memory. When the new Portland Timbers joined Major League Soccer in 2011, I jumped at the chance to buy season tickets. After Kim and I decided to embark on our RV adventure across the U.S., I thought I'd have to give up my seats. I was sad. But then my friend Joe made a great suggestion. Why don't you sell them to me for the season? A win-win, right? Well, sort of. What not to do. Joe paid me for half the season when I renewed the tickets in the autumn of 2014. Before Kim and I left on our RV trip in March 2015, he gave me an $800 check for the remaining balance. Then, on the night before we left Portland, he sent me a text. Quote, I'm in the process of changing banks, so if it's no difference to you, tear it up and tell me where to send a new check. End quote. I replied with my home address, which Joe already had, but didn't hear back. I sent another text in April but got no reply. In May, we connected. Joe agreed to send the check to Colorado where we pick it up while visiting Kim's mom. It took me a while to reply with the address, but when I did, nothing happened. No big deal, I'm an easygoing guy. I figured we'd just connect elsewhere on the road. In September 2015, Joe and I finally connected again. He told me he had a check sitting on his desk ready to mail. I suggested he send the money by PayPal and gave him my contact info. Nothing happened. I pinged him again the next week. Nothing. The week after that, still nothing. When we finally connected again in late October, Joe had a sob story for not paying but promised to send the money right away. The holidays came and I forgot about the $800, but Kim didn't. The debt gnawed at her more than it did me. I can't believe Joe hasn't paid you, she said. I shrugged. In late February 2016, Kim sent Joe a text asking if he was ever going to pay. This made Joe cranky. He texted me and asked what was up. I did pay you, he said. I sent the money by PayPal. I checked my PayPal account. I had never received payment from him. I sent Joe an email outlining the entire sequence of events. I tried to keep my tone calm and reasonable because truly I wasn't angry. But I wanted him to see things from my perspective. He'd had a year to pay me for the tickets but hadn't managed to do so. Joe wrote back immediately, quote, this is insanely frustrating. First of all, JD, I think you're a great dude and I appreciate what you were trying to do here for both our benefits you clearly have a good knack for letting things slip through the cracks, end quote. While Joe wasn't wrong, I do have a knack for letting things slip through the cracks, I found his logic puzzling. 
his failure to pay was a result of my slow replies? I wrote back, quote, it's not my responsibility to manage this situation. I haven't let anything fall through the cracks. You are the one who owes the money. As such, you are responsible for paying in a timely manner. You, as the debtor, are responsible for repaying the debt without the lender having to hound you. I've given you my mailing addresses and PayPal addresses repeatedly, yet never received payment. I've also followed up several times without any sort of reply from you. It's true that I haven't always been prompt in my own replies. I own this. But that lack of promptness in no way changes the fact that you've had the info you need to pay since March 30th of last year. I don't want to argue over who should have been better at communication. I love my big buddy Joe and don't want you to feel like I'm dogging you. As I said before, I'm not angry, but I think we can both agree that we need to get this fixed, end quote. Joe never replied to my email. It's now February 2018, two years since I last heard from my friend, and I suspect I'll never get paid. One thing's for certain though, at this point, our friendship has disappeared and that's too bad. I, for one, would be happy to patch things up. I like Joe. I'm not sharing this story to demonize Joe. Obviously, I think he's ultimately responsible for this situation, but I acknowledge that on my end, I've been a poor communicator. Plus, if I had deposited his check when he gave it to me before the RV trip, none of this would have happened. No, my aim here is to provide a real-life example of what can happen when we lend or borrow money from family and friends. There are smart ways to do this, and there are dumb ways. Joe and I chose a dumb way. And yes, I realize this didn't start out as a loan, but that's effectively what it is now. Let's look at the right way to lend money to family and friends. The right way to lend money to family and friends. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled The Right Way and Wrong Way to Lend Money to Family and Friends by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. And before we go, if you haven't already, please check out our other podcasts. We narrate a lot more blogs for you to help you optimize your life. And to find all of our shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this and be sure to click subscribe. And that's gonna do it for today. Thanks as always for being here and being a subscriber to the show. I'll be back with you tomorrow to finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.